Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast Care Package to Japan, where we showcase God's love for Japan through stories of people. I am your host, Evangeline, and let's get started with today's episode. So today we have a very special episode where I will be sharing my story on why I started this podcast. Many of you guys have emailed me asking me, Evangeline, who are you? Why did you start this podcast? Why do you love Japan? So I hope my story answers some of your questions today. and. Please give me some grace because I typically don't enjoy talking too much about myself. I am an Enneagram 2. For those who are familiar with type 2 on the Enneagram,、um, type 2s typically don't enjoy talking about themselves and they like to deflect the center of attention onto other people. And that is why I love interviewing other people. Um, but since you guys have asked, I will be sharing my story today. My journey with Japan actually started back in 2011 when the tsunami and earthquake happened on March 11, 2011. I just remember watching the news and it was so absolutely devastating. Watching CNN, watching all the different YouTube videos of these giant tsunami waves washing away various houses and people standing on their roof. And it was just so heartbreaking to see that on the news. I realized at the time that I really wanted to do something to help the people. I started searching for various relief. Mission trips that were going to Japan at the time. I looked for a while and it actually took a little bit to find a team. Not a lot of people were going to Japan at the time because of Fukushima. I don't know if you guys remember of the radiation and the meltdown, and people were scared of the radiation coming out of Fukushima. So It took me a while to find a team that was actually going to Japan. And finally, I was able to find a team from Rolling Hills Covenant,、um, located in Southern California, that was sending a team of college students in the summertime to help with the actual relief effort in the Tohoku region of Japan. I remember. Landing in Tokyo, and the drive up from Tokyo to the earthquake slash tsunami region took about, I think it was about six or seven hours. And we drove along the coast, and I just remember hours after hours after hours seeing. The devastation and the aftermath of the tsunami, and it was just so horrific because this was three months after the day of the earthquake, and there were still so 
much trash. It went for one mile from the coast to the inland, and it covered hundreds of miles. And it was just so surreal being at the scene, seeing mountains of trash after mountains of trash. Cars were piled on top of cars. Buildings were completely destroyed. For miles, we could only see trash. And I think something like that is just, there's no words to describe how sad it is to witness something like that at first hand. After a couple hours of driving, we finally arrived at the place that we were staying at. I remember seeing the building that we were gonna live at and it was to say the least a little shocking because the first floor was literally completely gone only the pillars of the building remained we walked up to the second floor um, and there were a little bit of debris and trash and then we walked up to the third floor and that's where we stayed so all of us i think it was about 12 of us who were on the team got our sleeping bag and set up our little sleeping arrangement and i remember the first night that we were there i woke up to an aftershock i think it was around 2 a.m and i thought to myself oh my gosh this is so scary um are we gonna die? I just cannot imagine the people who actually live there, what they went through, what they have to go through every day, because every time they experience an aftershock, an aftershock earthquake, and mind me, this is three months after the actual earthquake, Every time they experience an aftershock, what goes through their mind is, is this gonna be another earthquake? Is this gonna trigger another tsunami? Are more people gonna die? And living in that kind of terror is, yeah, words just cannot describe. So the next day we got up and we started helping out with the relief effort, meaning we went and helped and did a lot of cleanup. And it's, I can't put the right word to it, but as we were picking up these trash, I remember picking up bowls, chopsticks, photo albums, stuffed animals and so many emotion and thoughts were going through my mind 
because the town that we were at, 10% of the people died because of the tsunami. I didn't know whose stuff I was picking up. I didn't know whether or not the child who owned a stuffed animal survived, whether or not he or she lived. And experiencing tragedy like that is just, yeah, I still don't have, even after 10, 11 years, I still don't have words to articulate. After a couple hours of cleanup, we decided to move location and do more cleanup alongside the riverbed. Alongside the riverbed, we met this gentleman in his early 60s, and he just started sharing his story with us of the people that he knew that tragically died because of the tsunami. And for those of you who know people in Japan, um, the Japanese society is not one to show too much emotion, but as the man was describing his loss, the sadness and the heaviness of the event was just so real and it just waited on me. Our team asked the man if he would like to receive prayer. And I remember he told us that nobody's ever prayed for him before. And that just really rocked me to the core to know that there's so many people in Japan that don't know Jesus, that don't know the hope that we have in Jesus. The death toll from the Tohoku earthquake was roughly 18,000 people. And statistically speaking, out of those 18,000 people that passed away, Roughly only 18 of them knew Jesus. And when I realized that, when I did a math in my head, that just really messed with me to know that there are places in this world where the gospel hasn't been reached. There are regions at the ends of the earth where people literally have not heard of a name Jesus. And to be honest, during my trip, I started becoming really angry with God. I was angry with him for what happened. I was angry with him for allowing so much sadness and tragedy to happen. I was angry with him that 
a lot of people died and it was just so hard for me to reckon with that and I remember praying one morning alongside these rice patty and I was just telling God like God I am so angry why did this happen how can you allow such tragedy to happen and I just remember he answered me in a soft still voice saying that Evangeline I am sovereign and I don't know why when he said those words it just washed away all my questions even though logically it doesn't make sense in my mind somehow that just washed away all my questions so as we continue to serve we met so many beautiful people in japan i saw how communities gather how they inspire one another by saying gampate kudasai which means keep going we're rooting for you and the interaction with the locals in japan made me just fall deeper and deeper and deeper in love with the people there i think during my first time in japan god planted a seed in my heart for the japanese people and At that time, I didn't know how the story would unfold. Now, almost 11 years later, I've visited Japan over 10 times and built relationships with various missionaries, pastors, locals, made so many friends and I am just very passionate about showcasing how much God loves Japan I know this is just a very short story of my time in Japan I have so many stories so many more to tell God took something as devastating an event that was so tragic and somehow he weaved it into something beautiful and I just pray that whoever is listening to this podcast may know that our God the God of the universe sent down his son Jesus to die for us on the cross, not only so that our sins are washed away, but that we can know Him, that we can live abundantly in Him. And I just pray 
that specifically I pray that people in Japan can know this hope that we have in Christ Jesus. And this is the heart behind the podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in today to this short episode of how my journey in Japan started. I'm really grateful that you're willing to listen. I hope that as you listen to more of these episodes, that your heart for Japan may continue to grow as well. God's heart is so big and He loves you. He loves you. That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the podcast today or if you enjoy this show, feel free to leave a comment on iTunes or Spotify and please rate us. This helps other people find the show. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, please email carepackagetojapan at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you as well. And we just really appreciate all of your love and support. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye.